Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. Good morning and welcome to Feet to the Fire. It's Monday, the beginning of the week. It is the end of January and this winter is just speedily moving along. From the Daily Fetched, as I've said before, there's so much on Friday Follies that I have to, uh, that I have so much mire and mud that I have to sludge through. Is that, is that a word? I think that's a word that I got to walk through uh, to try and, and get you some of the most absurd absurd stories from the left like like the EU telling us we can eat crickets now go 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 ahead eat crickets oh and we'll we'll give you we'll we'll let you have uh powdered mealworm too that's good you plebes this is your government issued diet now household crickets and bugs by the way my buddy made a great point he said, you know who's going to own all the mealworm farms and all the cricket farms pretty soon? That's right. The statist Marxist bureaucrats, the globalists, who are patting us on the head and saying we can eat bugs from now on. That'll, that's good for us. It'll save the planet. They're also going to own all the uh, mealworm and, uh, and cricket and cockroach farms when they're feeding that to you. And of course, my niece's video that she was forced to watch in school. I found out the name of the video they made her watch that told her there's more microplastic in the ocean than fish, than, no, no, than stars in the Milky Way by 500 times, okay? More, pla- more microplastic. Shh, you can't see it. It's micro, but it's in there. Believe it, believe it. It's in there. It's not, it's not a figment of our imagination. It's really microplastic. More than the stars in the Milky Way by 500 times. It was called sea. Wait, sea spiracy. Sea spiracy. Yeah. And, and she, I, I'm thinking of having maybe my niece on the program to do an interview. She said that the teacher said admittedly after the video that most of it was propaganda. Well, now he didn't say that. Most of it, a lot of it was, was embellished. But, but what are the takeaways? What? A lot of it's embellished. That, that's called propaganda, and you're feeding it to kids in public school. Anyway, as I said, there's so much to get through on Friday. It always dumps into Monday. So we're going to sludge through more mud of liberal stories. And if sludge isn't a word, I invented it. Here we go. Daily Fetched. Uh, the, the Professor Kimberley, there's an accent on the end of that. Got to catch that. Kimberley Crenshaw is the uh, architect of the divisive critical race theory. She is making massive financial gains by helping teachers implement the toxic ideology into schools. Crenshaw earns at least $450,000 a year from teaching positions at UCLA and Columbia while also charging $100,000 for speeches, not to mention her income from her own think tank and podcast. Why am I... Reading this story, the headline, CRT creator makes 100K per speech, helping teachers push toxic theory in schools. Why am I reading this? Because, by the way, I'm familiar with that name, Kimberlay Crenshaw. 
uh, because I referenced her and others in the seminar that I did, both audio and video, about an hour-long seminar on critical race theory and its impact in the church. It's called The Abolition of Hostility That Leads to Peace. That is on f2tf.org, the audio. Go check that out. It gives you the whole history of it. But you can trace the history of this evil, wicked Marxist philosophy. But why am I bringing this up? Because we, we are so... This is why I always say don't believe the hype. We get duped into thinking, oh, yeah, there really must be validity and legitimacy to, this, to these claims or these ideas or the climate change or the critical race theory or the social justice or the women's rights, me too, and all that. There must be something to it. And we try to meet in the middle. Well, let's see a little bit of the good in it. And the reality is, when you, when you pull back the curtain, scratch a little bit underneath the surface, go a little bit deeper, you find out that a lot of this wickedness is nothing more than man's penchant for rank greed. Greed, power, wealth, and also sexual deviancy, sex. Follow the money, and you will find out why so many of these isms and these platform issues and these agendas are being pushed. Follow the money, and I hate to say it, not to be uh, off-color here, but follow the money, follow the sex. People are after power, and they lust for carnal gratification and for power and wealth. So when you look at, say, the climate change movement, it is a moneymaker. These guys that flew into Davos are all on private jets. They're multi-billionaires. Al Gore has raped the population, and made so much money peddling this lie about climate change, this hoax. The, the people make money off of these lies. They're like snake oil salesmen. Well, this just goes to show that the architect, one of the academic minds behind critical race theory from decades ago, is still raking in the money, giving speeches, and pushing this nonsense ideology, it is a money, $100,000 for speeches. And it's the same thing with BLM. Oh, we think it's this natural organic movement, right? It was a natural organic movement in reaction to um, the, uh, uh, I can't remember, uh, can't remember the guy's name now down in Florida, the white Hispanic, Trayvon Martin, that was it. This was an organic response to the death of Trayvon Martin. The people are uprising. Grassroots citizens are so upset. No, BLM was invented by Marxists. Some of them from families that got here. I forget all the details. I'd have to go back and look. It illegally entered the country. Lesbians. Two or three of these architects. So, or, or non-gendered, non, uh, non whatever the case. These are the mindsets of the people behind these movements, and it's planned, it's intentional. When you listen to the architects of BLM, they'll tell you, we have a Marxist ideology, and we're doing this on purpose. And then when you follow the money in BLM, they raked in so much money, they bought, they bought multi-million dollar homes, multiple homes all over California. BLM uh, basically went belly up and went bankrupt, and they ran off with the money. That's, and, and now that's the end of BLM. So my point is, these things are not what they seem. Pure motives as the wind-driven snow with the best of intentions, grassroots movements to save the planet or save our inner cities, or uh, we really want justice and equality. It's people making profit by exploiting others in their ignorance and pushing lies to satisfy their greed. 
Now, this issue of Tyre Nichols, which is a horrible story, and I know that's in the news right now, and that's why I led with this Kimberley Crenshaw raking it in over critical race theory. What happened to Tyre Nichols, if you didn't hear, in Memphis when he got pulled out of his truck and beaten by cops, he died three days later, is horrible, horrible. But what that is, is an issue of cops acting badly, like criminals, so you prosecute them. Nothing about that tells us about systemic police brutality or systemic racial injustice, because guess what? Here's the thing, if you haven't looked into it, I had to look into it, because they're not reporting it. All five cops were black. Did you hear me? All five cops were black that beat up this guy after they pulled him out of the truck, who was also a black victim, and he died, which again is horrible, but it's not a race issue at all. And systemic police brutality means this is happening all the time, everywhere, and it's not. You've got bad doctors, bad teachers, bad cops, bad politicians, bad lawyers, bad garbage collectors. You've got wicked people everywhere. So get them, prosecute them, prosecute them so heavily with such a significant consequence and ramification, like, for instance, capital punishment in, in, in situations of real murder, that it won't happen again. But no, it's the same leftists who are crying about systemic this and that and peddling all these nonsense ideologies just to make money off people. They're the same people decrying capital punishment and saying it's too harsh for criminals. No, what you need is law and order. That solves the issue. Stop talking to me about social justice. Talk to me about people who break the law, even bad cops, prosecute them to the full extent of the law, and you will mitigate crime and bring peace and order back to your societies and cities. Vice President Kamala Harris from The Federalist. She is criticizing what DeSantis did. This is three cheers for DeSantis. By the way, I heard DeSantis might be running for president. You know what? If you want to, go for it. I think it's unwise, but may the best man win. Trump has begun officially campaigning his campaign tours for his 2024 run. DeSantis banned in Florida... African-American history classes that are taught through a Marxist lens that pits racial groups against each other and assigns moral value to people's God-given skin color. So they were teaching basically Marxist versions of African-American history um, in the high schools, public schools. I think there were maybe AP classes or something like that, college-level courses, and DeSantis got rid of them. So Vice President Harris says, unfortunately, in Florida, extremist so-called leaders ban books, block history classes, and prevent teachers from freely discussing who they are and who they love. Anyone who bans teaching American history has no right to shape America's future. That is blowhard rhetoric. They're not teaching black history, which is fine. Teach it. Teach all American history. What they're teaching is Marxist propaganda. And DeSantis, get rid of it. Good for him. New York Post. Four migrants arrested for shoplifting $12,000 from New York City Macy's. That's right. So we're told constantly, even by Christians who are woke and uninformed, that we've, we've got a refugee crisis at the border. We've got to welcome all these people. We can't prosecute illegals. They're innocent. They're not breaking the law. They just need a better way of life. And Harl's argument is you cannot have a nation of lawlessness and you have to secure the border. You have to prosecute the law. And if you're here illegally, you have to be, you have to be deported. 
You have to be that we have to round up lawbreakers and deport them. They have to come in through the legal means. But everybody telling us that's so innocent. And then they criticized Trump when he said the people coming over uh, they're in, in, in the mix of people coming over are thugs and criminals and drug dealers and drug dealers and rapists and murderers. And he gets told he was racist, which is nonsense, because there are those people among the migrants and they are lawbreakers. Well, this just in, four migrants bust into New York City from Texas were busted for snatching thousands of dollars in merchandise from a Nassau County mall, stealing over $12,000 in goods. So there's your innocent, just looking for a better way of life migrants robbing department stores. How about this? Along the same lines. Theblaze.com. Maryland police announced Thursday that a 17-year-old illegal alien has been arrested for the July 2022 murder of 20-year-old Kayla Hamilton by strangulation. Illegal alien with MS-13 ties arrested for the murder of an autistic woman. So keep your borders open and criminals are coming through. And now we've got a murdered special needs woman in Maryland at the hands of an MS-13 gang member. I mean... Is Trump right? Of course Trump's vindicated. But it's not about Trump. We've all been saying it. You cannot have an open border like this. Apparently Bill Gates is in love with China. You know what? We will, we will do that tomorrow. I, because I want to spend a little bit more time on that. Oh, from basedpolitics.com. The nonprofit at the center of the potential COVID lab leak controversy gets a new multi-million dollar grant from the Defense Department. Okay, do you remember hearing about EcoHealth Alliance? That was the uh, nonprofit, whatever it is, science medicine organization through which our federal government funneled money over to the Wuhan lab to fund gain-of-function re- gain research that led to the coronavirus and the lab outbreak. Recently, the Department of Defense awarded yet another multi-million dollar grant to the nonprofit EcoHealth Alliance. The organization, which maintains extremely close ties to various government entities, is the same organizations that the NIH, National Institute of Health or whatever, it's another government alphabet letter, uh, or part of the executive branch, bureaucratic department. The NIH used this as a pass-through organization to carry out dangerous and illegal gain-of-function research in the Wuhan lab. So we sent money to pay for gain-of-function research in China, in the Wuhan lab, that led to the COVID outbreak, and we did it through EcoHealth Alliance, and our government bureaucrats just decided to give them mo money. Let justice roll down like waters, American righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. Leftists don't reform. Leftists don't have our best interests in mind. Globalists and leftists just want the gravy train flowing. More money, more money, which is why they're now refunding EcoHealth Alliance and continue to make money off of critical race theory. See you tomorrow.